Welcome to the Start Me Up Podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with Mother She Wrote Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson in D.C. I'm excited my returning guest is writer-director Jay Arnold. I just love him so much. We have a lot to talk about. But before we get into it, the Start Me Up podcast is independent, listener-funded, and woman-run. Visit patreon.com slash startmeup to see the variety of tiers offered, including the option to get two bonus What's Up episodes per week. Kind of like my online journal where I get a little more personal and talk about whatever is on my mind. There's also an ad-free tier with a much shorter intro. Just visit patreon.com slash startmeup. Now please enjoy my conversation with Jay Arnold. Welcome back to the show, Jay. Thank you for having me again, Kimberly. Of course. It. And you have your sexy voice on this morning, and I love it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my allergy voice, but I wish I could hold on to it, you know, but uh, I don't want to hold on to the allergies. No. Maybe a little bit, yeah. No, so I got, did you see what's trending this morning on Twitter? <laughs> Talk to me. I did not. Super cum. What the fuck is that? What? Well, I did see that. I'll be honest. I mean, you know, we know you know who you're you're talking to here, right? So this is something that wouldn't have just kind of like not registered in my mind. But I didn't have the time to go. Should I say serve due diligence? I'm not sure. But I, 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 I get into it. No, I don't. I don't. What does it mean? I don't even know because I, I clicked on it. And uh-huh. just all I saw was people talking about that it was trending and then just posting ridiculousness. Was, wow. So I don't know what the original well, I can tell you one was. thing. It's not what you have at 66. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so you know. <laughs> I can tell you what it's not. I won't go further with that. Oh, my God. Because I think that we do have some, um, you know, want to keep this somewhat respectable. <laughs> But that's why I absolutely love and adore you. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel the same way. Oh, Oh my God. Well, there's so much news going on today. It was funny because my boyfriend is also doing a podcast, and he's like, there's so much news. I don't even know if I'm— He's so fantastic. You know, know, I really do adore Bob. He's he's marvelous, and I've become quite the fan. Oh, well, he is, and obviously so am I. And did you know he's going to be doing a Star Trek politics podcast with Mary Trump? I did, Isn't in fact, so cool? and I'm I'm so incredibly amused by <laughs> um, his w- geekness <laughs> yes. and interest in these things. <laughs> yes, and his office is like a museum. Mary Trump in this mix is really something. <laughs> yes, and he, uh, I mean, he's always been a nerd, and well, you know what's funny, and it's not funny, but when he was a kid, well, he was in two fires, right? So when he was a little mm-hmm. baby. His house exploded and his mother basically saved his life within minutes. She grabbed him. I think it was something having to do with the gas and mm-hmm. there was a gas leak or something like that. And she just grabbed it's these him. gas stoves, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she ran out of the house and the house exploded. And oh so they God. had to rebuild. But that's when he was Terrible. just a little baby. And then when he was mm-hmm. like, so they rebuilt on the same property. And then like mm-hmm. 10 years later, when I think he was about 10, uh, there was a fire in his house. And mm-hmm. so I don't know, not the whole house burned down, but his room, a couple other rooms, but all of his nerd paraphernalia melted. So I oh think that's gosh. part, you know, I mean, he grew up the Star Wars kid and Star Trek. So I think that for him, all of this is kind of, you know, has to do with him losing that stuff when he was. Yes. Plus, he just he loves it. Well, he, clearly he loves it. Yeah. Right? He's always loved it. Now, you know, he's um, an adult and he can, you know, <laughs> buy these things and, and play with them to his heart's content. But, you know, I will say one small thing about that. Um, 
I don't want to get too deep into this, but I, years ago, I, I, when my mother passed, I started this called the Dead Mothers Club, which um, was really very, very big on Facebook. And I had to leave it to uh, other individuals because I obviously did not want to stay on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, a small uh, page that I've been really remiss about updating mm-hmm. on Twitter. And one of the things that always happens, and it's really heartbreaking is that um whenever i would post a story or a picture of my mom so many people have said to me we had fires and lost everything wow i have no pictures of my mom oh you know yeah and um you know it's those kinds of tragedies Mm -hmm. and the first thing we always say is well we got it alive Mm -hmm. nobody got hurt Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and that's true that's Mm -hmm. really what matters right? right yeah but a lot of these you know particularly I think today in this digital environment that photographs and, mm-hmm. and even, you know, toys like that, it's hard to say, but they have a certain thingness. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? There yeah, is, you know, it's not just a digital thing. It's done right. on an take. Um, you know, it has, there's thingness to it. Yeah. You can touch it, you can hold mm-hmm. it. You, it looks old. It, it you remember, mm-hmm. right. It triggers the, the wonderful memories and yeah. maybe not so wonderful, but you know, memories and it's emotive. And I think that a lot of people don't, I think the thingness matters and it's yeah. a hard kind of a concept, but I think you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. And I think that, you know, that's absolutely, at least with Bob, I know he is, like I said, I mean, there's a child in him anyway, but mm-hmm. child at heart thing, but um, mm-hmm. well, and then he just, you know, he's just, I think dealing with, that thingness he lost the thingness yes. and he wants that yes. thingness so yes oh my understand. god so one thing before we get into politics i have yes. started and i just want to see what you have to say about this but um i'm a little bit more lax now when it comes to covid and it's only because i kind of have to well i don't have to be but mm. i do kind of have to be because a i'm going to be in a wedding and so there's just no getting out of being right. around people for that um, that's coming up in August. But aside from that, like, for instance, on Saturday, I took my mom out to dinner for Mother's Day and mm-hmm. we went to a restaurant and I I've been in restaurants before without masks, but I don't don't do it very often. But of course, so like I did it and where where my mother lives, her county, there's like almost no COVID, at least in The New York Times mm-hmm. or wherever there, wherever I'm getting my information. It's like either zero per day or one per day. So it's like really yes. low, low, low. Mm-hmm. But because like whenever I go out, like the weekend before I went out with my dad and we were antique shopping and there was like almost nobody in the stores. So I didn't wear my mask mm-hmm. and I immediately start feeling like I get I'm getting COVID. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so God I tell forbid him, somebody should cough. When exactly. You're, not you're like, ah! like chills run right down your spine. Right. So are you like how are you doing? Because I've taken it's been three years now and I'm just now starting to like, OK, I have to like. I'm going to go to this place and not wear a mask. I mean, have you been masking? What are your thoughts? How do you feel about it? Well, I would say that for myself, it's been a very, very slow mm-hmm. uh, process. Yeah. Um, the first about six or seven weeks ago, I was invented. Uh, I was invited to a, a charity event mm-hmm. in New York, and there was a lot of very prominent actresses and people there. And um, it was a play. Mm-hmm and um off broadway and we went up like in a little private bus Mm -hmm. you know like 12 people uh, as a charity and um me and 
Bruce, my partner, got on got on the bus with a mask, and nobody else was wearing a mask, and it was a pretty big bus. I have yeah. to be quite honest. <laughs> and you know, we were just kind of looking at each other, like, you know, like yeah. like are we weird? What are we doing? Right. You know, <laughs> and um, I would say that um, probably halfway through that trip, mm-hmm. um, I took my mask off. And I really, I felt like I was doing a bad thing. I felt like if my mother was there, she'd be like, what's wrong with you? If they told you to jump off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? And it wasn't really so much that. And I am very much, I'm, I'm like you. I check on a regular basis. Yeah. Philadelphia is the fifth largest market in the United States. Yeah. Uh, when you look at the COVID now numbers and you look at like transmission rates, because we really can't go by cases anymore because right. nobody's reporting anything. Exactly. Um, the anything above a one means the transmission is growing. Anything mm-hmm. below one means the transmission is shrinking. Hmm. Um, I don't recall about a few months ago it hit one and I was the first time I ever saw that. Hmm. Um, when I checked before we left for New York, it was 0.05. Wow. So that is a very significant mm-hmm. decrease mm-hmm. and literally uh, a few cases per hundred thousand. Right. So um, I, you know, are we making a statistical analysis of safety here and what is and what is not? I think that, um, and since then, by the way, I've been masking much, much less frequently. Most of the time, to be fair, I spend outside and yeah. I'm not interested in wearing right. a mask when I'm walking around right. outside. Although I'd be, be honest with you, if I walk through a crowd, I hold my breath. Now, I don't know if it does anything, <laughs> but I still do it, right? right. So there's a consciousness, right? Yeah. So I would say that they, what it's left me with is a heightened consciousness. Yeah. And um, I would say that regardless of COVID, um, moving forward, if I were in a really huge arena with a lot of people, I would mm-hmm. most likely wear a mask. Right. I, I will yeah. tell you that for the three years that I wore a mask, I didn't get a cold, a flu, anything, zero, nothing. Same. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I do think that in some ways it has modified my behavior slightly, yeah. but for the most part, um, I am going out, uh, without a mask, to places like restaurants, but I'm consciousness of if it's vented or if it, you know, where I sit and things Mm -hmm. of that nature. Yeah. Like we got a booth and I was glad for the booth. Um, Right. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess it's, you know, and I, I'm totally there with you on the, if everyone jumped off a cliff, because that's exactly what it feels like. It's like everybody else is just like, fuck it. We're not wearing masks and (laughs) we're just going back to life. And a lot of people just don't even have an issue. In fact, one of the women in my sister's wedding they, her and her husband, who is immunocompromised, both had COVID. And I asked them, you know, did you get your bivalent shots? And she said no. And and she's like, it's not even a consideration. And so I, I like I can't even I can't even understand that because I've always been. My father used to joke that uh, because I used to live in California and he lived in, mm-hmm. in Maryland. So when I come back yes. and visit, it's like, he, you know, especially in, in the ho- during the holidays, he would joke that I had to wear like a hazmat suit because I'm always afraid of catching <laughs> anything. This is pre-COVID. It so, stuck to your hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've always been. Me. Yeah. It's like just, I mean, and, and at the worst when we weren't vaccinated, I was so freaking anal that I would, if I went into the grocery store or any enclosed area, I wouldn't touch my hair. I would come home and wash my hair 
And I, I was so obsessed. It was like I was so obsessed. And yes, I mean, I, I didn't reuse awesome. masks. I took, I threw them right in the trash. I'm yes, like, no, it's all stuck to the outside. That's exactly. It. And the reason you know? I did it was, and this was, this was like I was just freaking out because I thought mm-hmm. I'm my mom's only kid, and nothing can happen to me. Right. <laughs> nothing can yeah. happen to me because I have to take care of her, and she can't lose me. <laughs> and that, of course, I was pre-vaccine. So that right. was just really, yeah. So, I mean, well, it is, it's just hard. I don't want not to, certainly not, and we'll close this topic out here, yeah. <laughs> not to give anything to, um, not to suggest this in any particular way, but I had COVID, of course, after two years of, you know, yeah. being um, insane about it. <laughs> and ultimately, I ended up getting it. And um, that was was literally six weeks before I shot this film. So that was wow. about a year ago. Wow. And I just went and I had a, uh, a complete workup. And the doctor said to me, she said, uh, first of all, just so you know, I have every, there are no lines left on my card. <laughs> yeah, right. I've had every vaccine <laughs> there is to get. Yeah. Um, aside from what they, they say is brand new right now this minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and the doctor looked at me and said, she said, so you never had COVID? I said, yeah, I had COVID. Wow. She goes, wow, you don't have any natural antibodies at all, but you do have 20,000 units from the from the vaccines. And I'm like, wow, how many am I supposed to have? She goes, 600. Wow. <laughs> so. <laughs> You're safe. That's it. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I did get however many lines are on that shot, six, mm-hmm. five, whatever yeah. there were. And I'm over 65, right? right so, yeah. um um, I don't think I'll be getting more. Right. Wow. That's great. That's, yeah. that's yeah. good to know. And that would actually, unless give something me, changes yeah. substantially. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, uh, that's good to know as far as just like feeling confident. If I knew that information, I would feel a lot more confident. Well, mm-hmm. you know, well, you can almost any, if you go and have blood work or you have anything checked now, mm-hmm. um, you can very easily just say, give me an antibody, you know, give me the antibody numbers and they'll give you what's natural and what is, um, okay. From the vaccine. Now I want to do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I actually the want to go to the, the doctor. Kit, the home antibody. How much do you have? To, if it's this color, get another shot. And if it's that color, right. Get, anyway. Yes. Uh, let's talk about something more pleasant <laughs> in today's terms. Okay. So let's break here and we'll be back after this message. Hey, this is Kimberly. If you're not already my patron, just visit patreon.com slash start me up. You can take a look at all the tiers and decide how you want to support the show. Thank you so much. I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets, all that and much more. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's talk about Rudy. Rudy Giuliani is being sued for sexual assault. And I'm not going to say the big story out of this because the the big story out of this, number one, is that he's a rapist, allegedly. I believe believe this woman because, oh my God, like every single thing that's mentioned in this filing says there are recordings and emails. So she's got got the evidence. Lordy, there are tapes to back all this up. Oh, yes, there are. There was the huge thing that came out that he is selling. He was telling her that they were he and Trump are splitting the amount selling pardons for two million dollars. Oh, my God. Well, what does it mean if you didn't sell any? 
Well, that's true. Who gave them $2 million? How many did he do? Exactly. Well, first of all, we don't have to know. There's pardons that, that are I, – I do believe it, it, that they do not have to be disclosed. Right. Okay. So there may have been pardons mm-hmm. that he's given, but there was a lot of awkward people in there. Brody, all these people that got you know pardons that out of nowhere, yeah. they could have paid. You know, um, yeah. I the first thing I thought of was a that sounds cheap. Can <laughs> I, I know, go steal a really? billion dollars and just give you two million for the pardon. The second thing is, did you pay taxes on that two million dollars? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I just the whole everything about it just stinks so badly. Yeah. You know, um, I, I don't think anyone really is all that surprised. No, unfortunately, no. None of you know, it's like we've normalized this insanity, mm-hmm. you know, so, oh, well, they sold a pardon for two million. Well, you know, uh, that, that sounds like a lot of money to most people. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so what? <laughs> well, yeah, although I think this is an interesting case because it seems like we're, we're seeing um, I think I just saw I didn't read this, but there was an article that I saw yesterday about how the smart smartmatic case against Fox is more solid than um the dominion something i saw that as well i'm not sure i buy it but i but i you know right i did see it okay mr cynical (laughs) (laughs) no here's the only reason i say that is because you know this really was in many ways punitive yes and so okay they did it and now everybody knows what it is and is everybody going to be willing to do that again is every jury unanimously going to do that again i just don't know you know, I'm not sure. I hope they do. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope they take them down, to be yeah. quite honest with you. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm not sure. I'm really not. No, that's a good point. And I, you know, I, I don't know either. It's really weird to me because it's like the fact that we've got these crazy extremists going around doing all this just unbelievable shit and that mm-hmm. there are people out there who kind of just accept it like, oh, that's just normal. I don't understand. Like, okay, well, they got, they were, uh, Fox was punished, so let's not keep punishing them, even though right. they have been spewing lies for decades. Well, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know when they started, but for a long ass time and mm-hmm. hurting democracy. Yes, so, of course. And, and, and then people are like, oh, well, they got, they had to pay. Mm-hmm. And so well, I, I don't know. You know, we'll I see. was really disappointed with the thing that I think everybody was disappointed about. Um, was that they did not have to fess up on yeah, her, yeah, Be, uh, and really specifically uh, talk about um, what was a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have totally to totally agree. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I and was I really think that on. was to me the first thing I thought of was I was really, really mad. I'm, I realized that you know what Dominion has been saying all this about you know securing our election. Mm-hmm. They don't care about that. They no. just wanted the money. It was yeah. a total money grab. Yeah. I get it. This company wasn't worth anywhere near that much money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Am I glad that they got the money and I'm glad that it was punitive for Fox? Absolutely. That they folded and did not, that they folded for mm-hmm. half the money and yeah. didn't get, um, it, you know, an on air really is right. not, of course, systematic is promising that mm-hmm. that's what will happen. But yeah. Who knows if there's a yeah. settlement, right? Everyone says that's what's going to happen. And that, oh well, oh, well, we got the money. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Although I, you know, I mean, I'm because they specifically said that they're not going to settle for that. I'm hoping yes. that they're not bullshitting, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it, <laughs> it's just like I'm not going to get too much. Th- this is so crude. So if you don't like crude, yeah. you better skip ahead. 
But it's like what I have found is guys that brag about having big dicks usually have big dicks. They usually don't lie about it. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. So we'll see. Yes, that's true. This <laughs> <just> true. <laughs> oh my oh god. My. Well, uh, now okay, I I have a little thing that I want to do, but I'm going to start this off with last night Mehdi Hassan was on the Chris Hayes show. Basically, he was subbing for him, and he did this whole thing on white supremacy, and I'm really glad that he did it. Listen, I love this man so much. Yes. I, I am late to the game. <laughs> I am late to the game. I want to be his fan club. Honest <laughs> to God. I know he's really great. He's so fucking... I just love how there's no fucks, no punches pulled. He just says it. Yes. And so what I, you know, it's like I was watching him and I was thinking, you know, he was talking about Biden at that, what he was at a college speaking and he talked about white supremacy. It wasn't the first time, but mm -hmm. um, he, Biden keeps talking about it. And so, I mean, that is a big, huge message to everybody out there who considers it hyperbole at this point or feels like that's not what you say in polite, you know, mm -hmm. uh, no, it isn't. This is, we're at a critical moment right now. And it's weird because, I mean, I, I'm sure this feels this way to you because it's happening, but it's like we get these incredible like wins and then we, we are witnessing like just the extremism and the fascism. It's, it's mm -hmm. like a combination of wins on either side. And yes. so, you know, and, and, and it's, it's so difficult to even figure out what's happening because, you, you know, on one day you're like, woohoo, and the next day it's like, ah, oh, blow. And people are mm -hmm. losing rights and, 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 and the rights just getting crazier. So I'm watching this thing with Mehdi Hassan. So I just want to bring this to one point and then we'll get back to Mehdi and talking yes. about white supremacy. But Victor Xi tweeted something out the other night that blew my mind. And it was basically a crowd at a mayoral rally in Philadelphia for mm -hmm. a woman named he Helen Jim. She is an yes, Asian I, woman. I, I'm going to stop you right here. Okay. This is the craziest I saw the post, uh -huh. I saw the event, and when I saw that post and I looked at that event, I live in, in the most center of Center City, uh -huh. right? In the most populated area. Uh, I don't live in a cave, <laughs> I talk to a lot of people, I live in a big building. I have yet to speak to one person hmm. that is voting for Helen. Not one, not a single person. Now. What I is it great? What I love she would? Yes. I'm gonna be honest. Right now, our bar is so low, I, I would take almost any of the top three yeah. or four candidates, honestly. Yeah. Um, I do know a lot of people feel very favorable about Rebecca Reinhardt, and mm -hmm. I have heard a lot of people um, are interested in voting for her. Mm -hmm. um, but listen, I mean, it would be phenomenal um, if Helen did win because um, Philadelphia, that literally would pull. I believe Democrats are seven to one in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. So to pull Philadelphia uh, even a little bit more progressive mm -hmm. uh, would certainly be fine with me. Well, I just what she's got the me, most progressive candidate by far. The thing that blew my mind is how many people were at that rally in May twenty. It was a I May twenty. There was so many, and it's like for a mayoral rally. This is insane. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, regardless of if she wins, regardless of who she is and all, I mean, aside from being a Democrat, um, mm -hmm. that's promising to me. So like, yes, as we're I listening agree. to the, we're not even listening, as we're witnessing 
this white supremacy and everything that comes with it, we're also seeing this, and, and I, I don't know how many young people are. I mean, Victor Xi is a Gen Z activist yes. who has more yeah. energy than I can. I just, the guy has so much well, fucking energy. You did too when you were 12, but okay. <laughs> Still, but never right. like him. Okay. He is like... He's doing great work. Let's just, yes, let's he, just keep this guy going. I retweet whatever I can. Exactly, because he, he, he blows my mind. He's really, 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 really good at messaging. and so. But yes. yeah, he's like a, the Energizer bunny of activists. It's like that dude yes. is just endless fucking energy but um maybe that's the never mind <laughs> <laughs> never mind i didn't have to say it but you knew where i was going didn't you because Go i have a dirty crude mind Trending. um yes me too <laughs> but yeah so i mean i'm hopeful about that but i mean the thing that's scaring me is you know we're seeing uh was it the guy's name Connolly? i can't remember uh where the, oh yeah the the baseball bat the two staffers yeah. democratic mm-hmm. staffers were beaten with a yes. freaking aluminum baseball bat and <sighs> of course we're seeing the guy in allen texas with all the swastikas all over his body and mm-hmm. you know what does the right have to say oh they're fresh like that means nothing so right. it doesn't matter when he got them he had he had swastikas on his body in right. ink exactly oh my god and so okay with all of that I'm just wondering, you know, what your like, what's your take on where we are in a, as a country? Do you do you feel that it's going to be headed in a positive direction as we move into 2024? Are you freaking out? Are you biting your nails? What are you feeling? Well, there's just a whole lot of questions in that. Um, I'm really good at that, asking lots well, of questions. Well, you are. Um, <laughs> if I can remember them, I'll pick them all up. Um, <clears throat> here's what I, I am. I am somewhat optimistic. I feel as though, um, well, a couple of things. Um, For sure, Trump could not afford to lose one voter. Right. I have no question that's happening. Yes. Right, because these, you know, we know that all of these elections are, are, you know, won in those thin margins, Mm -hmm. right? He can't afford to lose any. He couldn't afford to lose any. There's no question he's lost some. In my mind, yeah. I also think that um, the the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the and the Lauren Boberts of the world are simply making the right look crazier and crazy. Yes. <laughs> and I do think that there's enough people in the middle saying, oh, <clears throat> "No, you know." Um, <clears throat> I also think that uh, guns women's health care. I think all of these things are in our favor because the vast majority agrees mm-hmm. with all of these topics, yeah. right? So I do feel somewhat optimistic about um, uh, Democrats moving forward, but I don't think things will ever be the same. I don't mm-hmm. think, you know, this is Pandora's box is open. Mm-hmm. Racism has always been here. They've just got a permission slip to talk about it and to feel as though that it was acceptable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so it's I, the thing for me that is the biggest struggle is that, it, you know, it's the 
it's the confirmation bias. Mm -hmm. You can't mm -hmm. have a conversation with somebody on the right. You can't have a debate. I you know. can't talk about it because it spins off into conspiracy <laughs> theories that they've been fed by Nancy mm -hmm. Mace or somebody <laughs> on television that they believe knows. Yeah. And so <sighs> – the investment is to be right, right? The, mm -hmm. the brain's always, you know, that's the mind, mm -hmm. always wants to, the survival of the mm -hmm. mind is to be right, even mm -hmm. if it's to be wrong, to be right. <laughs> so particularly when you get people that are this far out and this extreme, there's no talking to these people. I hate to say these people, they're people, yeah. you know, but there's no talking to people on the right. You can't no. have a conversation, you know, um, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're still chanting lock her up. Mm-hmm. I know. You know. Well, that's so, like, yeah. So I think there's two separate things. Yes, I do feel optimistic about where where I think things are going. Excuse me, because my allergies today are really bad. <laughs> um, uh, but I don't think it's ever going to be the same. Right. And if you if we can get back for one second, because it is, uh, I think it is relevant um, to um, the broadcast you saw last night in place of, I guess it was in place of Chris Hayes, right? Yes. Um, he did talk about. Let's not forget these things. Marie Le Pen lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. The yeah. Porcelino now has to go to another election, right? Never had that before, mm -hmm. okay? And really rattled off two or three or four um, uh, extreme conservative leaders that um, are having trouble. Mm -hmm. Didn't win. Mm -hmm. They're slipping, right? So – uh, are we making progress in tiny little numbers in little increments? I'm not sure, but it did give me pause last night when I heard him rattle off the three or four or five leaders and things that actually demonstrate that, uh, the right is not dare I say winning mm -hmm. or extreme conservatism is not winning. Right. I mean, we have people here, and we have all the Republicans saying, "Oh, well, yeah, just you know, change, change, change Social Security to seventy. Uh, it worked everywhere else. It worked everywhere else in France. They were in the streets burning things down. <laughs> okay, what is wrong with these people? You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Did I answer all your questions? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of how I feel. It's it's like you, I I look at Donald Trump, and I feel like okay, outside of just hardcore cheating, there is no yeah. way I see him winning. Um, like you right. said, I'm I sure agree. he's lost people. He, aside from losing part of the base, you know, he's losing elections uh, ever since basically he was elected that for, well, he wasn't really elected. He was installed right. that first time. And then yes. every election after that was pretty much like a mandate against him. And mm -hmm. then, you know, as we see, and it's so weird because he keeps losing, but the right doesn't let him go because he's got such a, a hold over that base. But yeah, I just I feel like the extremism is the thing that motivates. It's the thing that we, it's so weird because Democrats absolutely need a motivator. We need to uh -huh. feel inspired to get up off our asses and get out of our busy schedules to go vote, which it's very easy now, especially when you can vote by mail if your state allows yes. you to. But I mean, it, it, it's something that we've had an issue with Democrats voting consistently and backing up especially if we've got a, you know, a president, a Democratic president in the White House, oftentimes we get complacent and we're like, eh, well, we've, you know, we're winning. And, right. and then we basically 
guarantee them a red Congress. So yeah, uh, I don't I don't see I, I you know, um, I think it's very difficult to remain complacent, like you said, for more mm-hmm. than a day. Yes. Every single day, they're kidding, killing children. They're, yes. you know, they're 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 trying to, you know, take the, you know, the, you know, abortion medication off the. Yeah. I mean, it's disgusting, right? And so, every single day, yeah, you could be complacent for a day, but right. that's about it. I yeah. mean, I have like, oh wow, there was no bad news today. You know, like it's a big yeah. deal. Um, <laughs> exactly. <but laughs> their their level of extremism is so insane that I don't really think people can remain complacent. Every time, you know, now it's going to come up with the Supreme Court, with a pill, with this. Every single time one of these things hits, it enrages people even more. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. And I mean, I just go back to them striking row down. And I feel like that even though we didn't want it to happen, I think it was a huge wake up call to so many people who had just been thinking, you know, so many people and they've said it. Oh, they'll never strike row down. I had a friend telling me that in the like early 2000s and I had to like I told you so to her because I knew they were going to freaking do it. She's like, oh, they're go never going to get go rid of search. it. Go search Molly Young fast. She's been saying for five years, you're not listening to me. They're overturning where they're yeah. overturning where they're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. Everyone, yeah. uh, uh, you know what you're talking about. Exactly. Uh, uh, they, she they, did. You yeah. know, and she, she got it. She knew. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I, I knew that they that was their goal, you know, back when George. I didn't think George... they were going to be able to do it. I'll be honest with you. Really? I didn't. Yeah. I, well, I and the, a lot of people use the argument that, oh, they need it to fundraise. They can still fundraise off of it right now. They can fundraise mm-hmm. off the idea that Democrats are going to bring back abortion. So you need to fund the Republicans so Democrats don't. I mean, it's, it's, they can always use it to fundraise. Infant size. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, really. You know, I know, I know, I, I know. You know. It's, it's, so, it's so fucking maddening. But that is the whole, that's the thing. It's like, unfortunately, we need the kick in the ass to feel motivated to vote and I hope you know and now it's getting to the point I believe last week I was watching Joy Reid and I can't remember it was it was a gun reform conversation but it was about how Republican women and somebody in a Republican district was talking about how Republican women are like okay I now I'm starting to freak out about my kid going to school maybe they won't necessarily say it out loud but they'll say it you know to people they know Did, did you see the tweet that somebody posted yesterday from their child that no. said, can I please come home? Oh. And she's, she, you know, I don't what's wrong or whatever. And he said, there's, they said that there's, there's a threat at the school. Please, mommy, please, mommy, let me come oh home. My God. And she said, yes, we heard I'll be right there. You know I mean? And this really, <sighs> I mean, I read that and I literally wept Yeah. thinking of parents, mothers, right. you know, I don't think there could be anything worse than Look at Fred. He makes me cry every single day. He's so, you know, know. committed um, to the loss of his over the loss of his child and and fighting for for um, all of us. Yeah. But that's just the thought of, you know, losing a child. I just can't imagine. And all of the parents, mothers, fathers today thinking every morning, Mm -hmm. is my child going to come home today? Are they going to are they going to be killed? You know, Uh, it's not safe anywhere. And um it's heartbreaking. I know, you know my my niece is eight, and you know I mean my whole family. You know we're all. Mm-hmm. It's not that we live in fear, but there's always that thing in the back of your mind. I mm-hmm. you know I hope she comes home safe from school today, and right. it's just it's really it's really right. upsetting. So you know I think that there is I think there is reason to be hopeful. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I also 
kind of look at Gen Z, I look at women, even though white women historically as a block vote for GOP, um, mm. but in the bigger sense, women are so pissed off at it's what's happening because it's not just about abortion. Like you said, I mean, it's it's now about as I, we I don't figure, know if we have a political breakdown, but a lot more women have been voting. How do we find that out? I'm sure that number must exist. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I'm, we should. That's that would be a good conversation sometime. Yeah, I'm, especially for 2022, just because we were like, oh, say, no, oh, we could ask Nate Silver. <laughs> No, we should ask Chris uh, I got Boozy. pleasure just in saying that. Just, <laughs> just threw it out there. <laughs> well, you know, our friend Christopher Boozy had predicted, um, he thinks that Joe Biden is going to win, and he, he predicted it, and he said that he had predicted things in the past, like, well over a year in advance, and was correct. And so um, I'm going to just go with Boozy on this, because it's like, he ha- fucking Biden has to win. <laughs> you know, it's like, he well, has to win. Well, I mean, I'll win. be honest. I mean, he really, I mean, the, the deck is a little bit stacked. He is the incumbent and all yeah. of that. And, yeah. and, and all of the, you know, the extreme right noise and mess right. that's out there. Um, he just has to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. He yeah. just has to stay healthy. That's what I and... believe his only job to do is to stay healthy. <laughs> yes, we're like, because he's doing a great job other than that. I'm gonna, if not, I'm going to put him on a stick and carry him around because that's, that's if we got to, you know, like a buffet. We all will. Uh, we all, it'll be weekend weekend at Biden's. <laughs> oh, my God. Forbid. I shouldn't say that. Oh, my but... God. It would take 30 seconds for Gavin Newsom to, like, send out an announcement. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I know he would. <laughs> two or three of them waiting, right, with their with their with their toes right on I the know. line, right? No, everything's fine. That's so funny, and it's so true. Oh my god. Um, okay, well, I have to just move this over to. I'm sure you saw the news yesterday about Elon Musk, right? Of course, I did. Oh my god. So. You know, it just it drives me nuts because I I'm, I've gotten off the beat. I'm not going to like shame people for paying him. I understand. I don't pay him, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. have absolutely taken the hit for it. And not only right. that, it's like now that I don't have because I had the like you the legacy verified check when you had the leg of, before he came along, it was mm-hmm. a great way to, you know, if if somebody like Mark Hamill followed you or something like that, you had that verified tab where you could yes. see that. And then you, if somebody followed you for me doing this podcast, it was like, OK, well, like when you followed me all of a sudden now, I was like, oh, I can email Jay and I can ask him to right. be on my podcast. And it doesn't right. mean you're going to be on my podcast, but it gave me that opportunity. And now that's all gone because I don't know yes. when um, a verified, a li- like an old school verified person you know, unless I just happen to see it in real time, I don't see it because they're not showing up on no. the verified tabs. Even no, though- they're not. And I think that, um, I think that, the, you know, what he did is he started throwing blue checks around to people saying that he paid for it because what he realized was there was no aspiration left and who wanted to be like a loser with three followers. So let's just sprinkle around <laughs> enough. Yeah. Okay. With bigger accounts so that people have the impression that they really are paying mm-hmm, or that mm-hmm. uh, it is, you know, again, somewhat it's ruined. It's done. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, it's like a blanket of, um, you know, Canal Street knockoff bags of something that yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, I, know I think, just... though, with respect to the article, mm-hmm. you know, it seemed to me that they were interested in him because of this 
um, because of the investments in Morgan. Mm -hmm. But I really wonder if it's a lot more than that because they sure are asking for a lot of correspondence and things of that nature. So, you know, sometimes they, you know, use a tactic to right. get the information they need to mm -hmm. go further, you know. Yeah, this is it's uh, okay. The U.S. territory is suing. J.P. Morgan for allegedly enabling and benefiting from Epstein's trafficking of young women to his private island to be abused by him and others. And then the Virgin Islands has issued a subpoena to Elon Musk seeking documents. So, um, yes. yeah. And then there's there's pictures of Elon Musk floating around with um, with that woman, Ghislaine, yes. Ghislaine or however you say her name. So, yeah, I mean, Gislaine. I don't, Gislaine, I, I, I don't mm -hmm. trust Elon Musk at all. And I hate the fact that anybody pays him. I understand there are people yeah. who are invested <laughs> in, you know, trying to save democracy well, and all of that. I think that um, I just have so many thoughts and I just this is an entire podcast, to be honest <laughs> with you, I think. Um, but I'm in a situation where so I've been verified for a lot four years. Mm -hmm. And when Blue came out two years, three years ago. I don't know how long it came out, long before Elon, right? Um, the thing that was a huge bet, first of all, there was an edit feature, which we didn't all have. Yet. Mm -hmm. Second of all, the thing for me that really made a difference is that I could post videos up to 10 minutes of high quality. Yeah. And for me as a filmmaker, and yeah. I think everybody knows, I do post a lot of videos and a lot of media. That was worth it right there. Now, mm -hmm. of course, it was four, five bucks when it started. Um, but... Uh, about I don't know I don't know four months six months ago however long when I I was looking at my subscriptions I had I had a thing there that said save whatever the percentage was if you renew nearly yearly mm -hmm. which I did because it was a you know I right. twenty thirty dollars savings then all of this happened and I wrote extensive emails saying get rid of this thing I don't want to give me I don't keep the money <laughs> no I posted all the support replies mm -hmm. of course uh which were no too bad and this is yeah. closed and we will not be responding to this case further <laughs> wow um yeah and so what i did for about a month was literally <laughs> changed everything mm -hmm. i gave up my handle jaded creative that i had for since 2008 mm -hmm. that kept it away for a few weeks mm -hmm. then i changed my name wow. then i changed <laughs> my photograph and each one of those things they they there's, they don't permit you to change everything at one time, which worked for me because I could just keep changing things until I ran out of changing things. Yeah. Now it won't permit me to change anything. That's fucking crazy. And I'm glad you right. told me that because I just noticed. And it says, no, you're under, it, you know, this may be under reviewer right. for other reasons you can't change at this time. I'm like, right. So, yeah, and know, I just noticed I, you're not I get a lot creative. of flack from wow. people like, how dare you? How dare you? And I'm like, look, read all that stuff. I, I can't know. get out of it. So I'm not I, I got to stop apologizing. Right. You right. Know? Right. And it's yeah. And the thing is, is like at first, you know, there was the whole thing and it, and it pisses me off like to see blue, all that. Exactly. Stuff. And it yeah. pisses me off to see anybody is paying him. And it's and it's it pisses me off because I don't want him to benefit. I don't want him to get any yeah. money. And that's what pisses yes. me off is that he is fucking around with us. Well, and he's if you're getting thinking money about if you think there are two things I want to say about this. First of all, when we did when it did come out, we did want to support Twitter. Number mm -hmm. one, he yeah. wasn't there. Right. Um, you know, um, Number two, the thing that enrages me about old Twitter and new Twitter is that they never attempted to market the product 
on its merits. Mm -hmm. People don't even know what the benefits exactly, are right. or the features are. They don't know anything. Mm -hmm. They don't talk about it. You know, he threw this check in. He never had mm -hmm. to do that to begin with. Okay. Because first of all, there's enough rich stuff in there and he could have come up with a hundred other things that he could have added that he didn't need to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we had a different MO about that. Mm -hmm. Obviously he used this as a tool yes. to clean out all the verified accounts and start his own version of mm -hmm. verified accounts. That's what he did. Mm -hmm. It was this easy way to clean it out and start over. Yeah. Um, unfortunately it'll never be the same. So yeah, it'll never be the same. And I don't know much. where it's, I don't know where it's going to go. It's like, but I, I do think it's shameful that, that, that they never even attempted, mm -hmm. um, you know, to, to market blue, right. Or, you know, on its own merits, which I've never seen. Yeah, it's a fucking drag. And the thing that yeah. bugs me, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of reasons why it's bad. But aside yep. just on a personal level, you know, as a podcaster who invites people, I want to invite people that a lot of people like and follow. And, yes, you know, and so it's it's a lot more difficult for me. And also it used to be, you know, when when Elon took over, I was at the same number, basically, that I'm at now of followers. And the mm -hmm. way that I had been growing before, I would at this point, I would be well over 100,000 followers. It just hasn't changed. It just doesn't right. change. And I don't get the reach that I used to. I, I'm mm -hmm. not going to pay him because fuck him. I will stay on Twitter as long as everyone right. else is on Twitter, but I'm only on Twitter because no one else is, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. I, I guess. Listen, I mean, here's the truth. We love Spoutable. We love yes. Chris. We like this. We like that. Here's the bottom line. There's nothing close. That's just the bottom line. Yeah. There's other places. They're good. They're nice. They're great. There's nothing like this. Right. right? And I think, I mean, nobody I think... wants to say that. I don't care if you're blue sky, blue sky, whatever. This is not, not close. It's not close. Not and close. I'll say it's not close yet because I do right. think, I think because, I, you know, whether it's blue sky or spoutable, both of mm -hmm. those people understand what Twitter w used to be. So, yes. you know, Boozy knows what Twitter used to be. Clearly Jack does since he created it. So I think eventually those sites will get up to the, the ease of use, although the ease of use on Twitter for some things is there, but for other things is not. Because when, when right. I now see that, you know, John Fuglesang liked my tweet, is, is it really John Fuglesang? I have right. to go look. Or if I want right. to invite someone, I have to really. And so it's not the same. Well, I'll tell you one thing. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm. I'm stuck with this blue thing for another seven or eight months or however long it is now until my year is up. Yeah. But um, when when all of this, when Elon came on initially and there were all these purges and stuff like that, I think I lost about, I don't know, two or 3,000 followers. Yeah, yeah. I'm paying. I don't have those two or 3,000 followers back. Right. I'm not even, I'm at the same number I was maybe a thousand more yeah. right i'm i haven't recouped the ones that disappeared yeah when when you know when elon came on exactly so if this is you know blue is supposed to be the number magic i'm i'm not seeing <laughs> i mean everyone you can look very clearly at everybody's followers and see what's there my yeah. numbers have barely changed at all Oh my God. It's just, it's so fucking, but I'm glad you told me because I realize now that I, I have you, um, in the Patreon as jaded creative. So I, Ooh, I'm going to have okay. to go change that before I post the show. Yeah, okay. So the last, good. the last thing I want to talk about though, I did, I had a couple other things, but it, instead I'm going to exchange it out for your okay. movie shoulder dance. So I want to hear about that. And, um, it like, I just saw you've got and it, it was, it's QWERTY.com did mm -hmm. a, it's, Whole story when on is it. this going to air? Today. I can't say any much more about it. I Aww. can tell you a little bit about the film only because okay. the press release is coming out. And oh, I'm, I see. I'm not okay. Permitted. Okay. okay. But um, it's all good. 
it's all good. Um, okay, well, first of all, first of all, when it, is it out yet? That's what I can't talk about. Okay, 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 date, okay. But it, you know, <laughs> that will be that will, blah blah blah. Okay, it, we'll, we'll know in short order. Gotcha. Gotcha. <clears throat> no, wait, it's imminent. Imminent. <laughs> the there press release go. is imminent. The <laughs> release date, maybe not. But we're, we are still um, in the festival circuit. Philadelphia gotcha. closing night this Saturday, May 20th, 640. That's um, exciting. And I think that, you know, it's very interesting um, because, you know, whenever you write a story, you have perceptions about how, you know, you, how, what are people going to think about this mm-hmm. and how will this appear? You know, it's a little bit of an unconventional story. And I, um, I'm quite surprised that, um, the reactions and the feedback I've gotten are almost entirely inconsistent with what I expected. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's I really fascinating. Do. I really no. do. I mean, you know, it's a, in short, it's a story of best friends okay. who are neighbor neighbors, next door neighbors. They grew up to each other, with next to each other. They were inseparable for 16 years. They had an argument. Um, one of them moved away, and they hadn't spoken in 23 years. And wow. uh, he loses his mother. He felt compelled to call. And so this weekend, um, this is about the weekend uh, where they kind of reconcile. Um, and one of them is straight, and one of them is gay. And, you know, it's a, it's an interesting um observation in those really blurry messy lines mm-hmm. between friendship love sex you know hmm. uh in there and uh how emotional emotional intimacy really is not a very uh big step away from physical intimacy mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. you know um maybe sometimes it's not even necessary or not at all necessary but it, it does get blurry in those areas and so um yeah, I'd uh, love to love to hear what you think about it. Now, I'm nervous. You, I'm a nervous wreck about Charlotte saying it. Oh, I can imagine Charlotte. Only Clymer, because I yeah. love Charlotte, and right. she's she would like not be like nice to me just because she likes me. <laughs> like she will be honest no right. matter what. You She'll know, be brutally honest. And with you, right. also that I'm always blown away by her perspective on I know. things. I you know, know? Yeah. it really does. She is absolutely one of those top ten people on Twitter that has. Mm-hmm. Um, really uh changed the way i view the world and a lot of you know and a lot and a lot around that um and so i'm i'm nervous of all people you know no, I, can t- I totally um, understand and i mean well she's she's very crisp and clear when it yes. comes to um just stating things that maybe you hadn't even thought of you know you're right. going along and you're you know I can speak for myself as a almost 55 year old woman and a Gen Xer and I'm kind of crude and, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I grew up with inappropriateness all over the place. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I saw, yeah. um, what is it? Uh, Animal House when I was eight years old. And wow. so, you know, the, and I saw it through the lens of being funny at that time. Right. Even mm-hmm. though I was only eight, I definitely have a crude sense of humor, which is not always mm-hmm. poli- politically correct. Right. And so, with with Charlotte, obviously, you know the her experience. I mean, oh my God, she's been very forthcoming about her experience growing yeah, up. Yeah, very, everything. very forthcoming. And I think that you know when you when when you when you are forthcoming like that, mm-hmm. that only that only gives people permission to like you know get close to you. Yeah, you know that, that yeah. they want to 
you know, they want to know, they right. want to share, you know, what's intimate with, with themselves as well. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. it's good. Not always, exactly. but you know, but <laughs> yeah. nobody handles the situations better than Charlotte. If you get a sweetie, Right. It's over. Okay. I know. God, like, forget it. I've only been sweetie once. And I got to tell you, I will never be sweetie again. I, this, I am such a good boy. No kidding. That is so funny. Well, you know, it was funny because I had Charlotte. On I really the show. do adore her. She really is just, you know, magic. Well, yeah. And she's, she helps all of us, I think. Like you she said, does. I mean, she expands our awareness and, and our understanding of things. And, yes. you know, I mean, it was funny because she was on my show. Um, back, God, I think it was like 2018. And wow, I gotta go find that. <laughs> it's old, but <laughs> yeah. uh, she was at the time um, Charles Climber, and okay. so I was talking to her with my uh, with Stephanie, who was at the time my co-host. And yes. so you know, we had this conversation. It was specifically about Charles identifying as queer and what that meant. Mm -hmm. And then I would say about three hours after the podcast aired, which was the same day. She came out of Charlotte. So I, I have a feeling that the conversation that we had, um, mm -hmm. she, because she didn't really feel like she was authentically being herself. Well, and, she, you know, she was trying mm -hmm. with the queer thing. And it was just I think it just probably I mean, I never talked about this with her, but I feel like it probably just didn't sit with her well. And she thought, you know what? That's not really who I am. And you know. or if it's only a small portion of it. And then she came out of Charlotte. And boy, when she came out of Charlotte, though, I mean, I, for the most <laughs> part, she was embraced, especially mm -hmm. by the left. I mean, obviously not by the right, but totally embraced and not only embraced, but she is like you said she's an important voice so she's a very important voice and you know it doesn't hurt that she's also um a very intelligent intellectual Incredibly individual so she can speak to almost any topic I know. which is really you know uh you know which only contributes to uh the joy of reading um i have to say it's it really is a, a joy when i when i get her newsletter yeah um and i and I also i just want to say that it's also a joy getting yours and oh. the thing that blows <laughs> me away I, honestly is allison does not have a podcast or a news she has a she has a media empire yes she does i cannot i mean i Honestly, I people do not get the value. No. I mean, it is ridiculous. Honestly, mm -hmm. by the time I look at all the pictures, I see all the dogs, and I look at <laughs> the news. I, go I mean, honestly, I'm like, oh my god, this is an entire network, yeah. um, uh, like a media network, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm really really um, blown away I know. by uh, how impressive. every detail of what's done, every invitation, every here's you know, uh, after party, but all of the, every single thing is done beautifully, very, um, very clean. Um, and I just love ingesting it all, oh, you know, well, that's, it really that's is a, a wonderful know. joy. And I know that you have a big hand in that. So, um, I appreciate well, that. Thank and, you uh, very I hope much. she's very grateful for all of your good work. Thank you. Well, and yeah, I mean, it's like, she blows my freaking mind. I don't know if you saw, she had posted when she was in a band and then she was interviewing. I read like, oh every single interview and every single thing I tried to blow up the pages. I was like, I can't get them big enough to read them. I could Google them. I got a little carried away, of course. And I will say to myself, oh, she was really great with blonde hair. I know. <laughs> it was I know. a really cool look. But yeah, I did. I read every single shred of it. She, she, she's an amazing person. And I'm, she's I, do, an amazing I, person, I feel yes. very fortunate to be connected to her. And, um, so yes, thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, sure. um, 
I'm really, I won't ask you any more questions about your film, but I can't wait to see it. And um, of course, you you're know, I have just to want to say there's, there's just a bunch of spoilers in it. You know, it's really I, the trailer. I will say there is uh, one of the two trailers are posted are, are posted to the website okay. shoulderdance.com. Gotcha. And then, okay, take a look at that. Well, then, since since we're giving out email, I mean, I'm sorry, email addresses. Since we're giving out the uh, internet addresses, tell everybody where to find you. <laughs> uh, you can find me on my website at jarnold.com, and my new handle is jfarnold.com because jfarnold is one letter longer than 15. <laughs> Oh, wow. Which is okay. what it is on other media. So. Right. And then what are you – I have you on the Patreon page in your spoutable. What is your spoutable handle? J. Arnold. J. Arnold. Uh, spoutable go. and poster both J. Arnold. J-A-Y-A-R-N-O-L-D. Okay. Oh I have God. an F in um, uh, Twitter because it was already taken. Okay. Well – I am also on Spoutable at Kimberly Johnson, and then of course on Twitter, author Kimberly. You got to spell your name though, because you got that extra. I got the extra e, so everybody e. has to. Yeah, L E Y. Thanks, mom, because she had to make my name different. You know why? I'm just going to quickly tell you. She wanted to name me Peyton, Peyton Lee, and okay. um, my grandmother at the time, because I was born in 1968. She said, "No, everyone's going to think of Peyton's." Uh, Peyton's place, Peyton place. And my Peyton mother, place, yeah, right. my mother didn't have the guts to stand up to her because it was my dad. It was, you know, my paternal grandmother. So she just mm -hmm. didn't know how to counter my grandmother. So she decided, okay, Kimberly, but with an extra E. <laughs> it was like, of it course. was like the way she was uh, going to rebel, you know, rebel yes, against my I grandmother. <laughs> well, you know, the rebel apple. <laughs> yeah. And so right. I've got that extra E. <laughs> there you go. Well, um, you enjoy that extra vowel. All right. Well, Jay, I just absolutely love you, and I'm so glad you were on. I love and you, too, and, and invite me back anytime. It's really my joy. Awesome. I will. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you.